Jackson. <laughs> His name is Bruce. 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 <laughs> we got it. The spirit of Bruce is with us. Blessed be the Bruce. Blessed be the Bruce. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Call me on my shell phone. <laughs> uh, welcome. Welcome to Conversations in Comfortable. I'm Clara. I'm hot. <laughs> so hot. So hot. Okay. But in all seriousness, I'm Alex. Just in case you <laughs> well, I mean, like, forgot. It's hot. 85 degrees. <laughs> why i thought we were done with this whole heat wave <laughs> shenanigans no. the good news is it's starting to get smoky too so it's gonna be hot and we can't even open the window great Yay. Yay. oh well lots of love, lots of love. wtf well that's fantastic <laughs> well, that's fantastic how are you doing oh i'm good i'm good, good. how are you oh good it's your birthday it's my birthday the Clara Fletcher birthday pim, episode. Pim, 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 pim. Well, not today is her birthday, but today when you're, when listening, you're listening. If you're listening on the day it comes out. The 17th. It's my B-Day. It's Claire's birthday. It's my birthday, baby. The big three, three. Trace, Trace. Trace, Trace. Yep, feeling fine. Yeah, don't don't yeah. really care. <laughs> not a single care. Didn't really have a last birthday. Uh, not really going to have this one either. <laughs> I know, the last like two... Yeah. Last two birthdays for me, 31 and 32, were... And your 30 got kind of um, my 30 tucked was away because you were getting married. A little overshadowed <laughs> yeah, by my wedding. Yeah, overshadowed, thank you. Um, but here we are. So here we are. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And you have a big, giant bag next to I do. To Should you. I open it? If you want Alex. to. Uh, got my this is what we do. Is we it's open huge. presents on the pod. Uh, it's a beautiful bag. Well, thank you. I might add. Um, Shout oh. out to my mom. <gasps> reusing bags. Oh. <laughs> Everybody reuses bags. Yeah. Uh-oh. Did I tie that too well? It might be a little tight. Oh. Oh, no. I got it. Here we go. We're doing it. I just folded the... I, yeah. See? I folded <laughs> like it like eight times. Ribbon. Okay. Oh, I can wear that in my hair. You can. Oh, my gosh. It looks fuzzy. Oh, it my gosh. Fuzzy. Oh, perfect. I need it. Right well, now. You don't need it right now. No, no one in their right oh mind needs God. it right now. It's the comfiest time in a long time. <laughs> Yay! Oh my God. And see, now you know why I had you asked you to pick yes. a color. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, I don't really want to touch it that much because it's a thousand degrees, but it, listeners, it's probably the softest, thickest, comfiest blanket you could ever imagine. It is It is essentially um, is made by Ugg. Oh, who also makes boots. Oh, yeah. It's with, basically With the fur. <laughs> no, Penny's in the bed. Oh, that's... <laughs> Penny, that's your gift. <laughs> I hope you enjoy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you. I love You're it welcome. So I thought it'd be nice I'm for... I love it so much more in a couple months. Yes. When you, when you asked me if it was for you or for Penny, I said, well, both, because <laughs> yeah. I have oh, a feeling she will cuddle mm-hmm. up on the... But she's currently really loving the bag. Oh, she loves the bag. Should we take a Oh, no, oh, she's, she's out. out. She's out of the bag. Classic. She was in it. She was cute. We moved on. It's a cute bag, though. It's a cute bag. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. You're welcome. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's perfect for, you know, when it's cold outside. Yeah. Not right now when it's, you know, 100. The depths of H-E-double hockey sticks. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's B-U-T. 
T-T-H-O-L-E. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. But yeah. I censored myself for the sake of, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I censored myself. The 12-year-olds that listen. Yeah. <laughs> Joji. Joji. Who's like three. <laughs> um, okay, so we survived camping together. We did it. Yay. Backpacking. Not even camping. Way Backpacking. harder than camping. We survived. We're still friends. Still friends. Uh, um, I think Brian might take a, a light year off from hanging out with me. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you and I are still friends, so that's great. No, it I was, mean, I he was actually, worried. he was like, do, do you think Clara wants to go on a hike with us? Like, <laughs> this weekend? I'm like, no. I'm like, I will answer no, that question I don't for you. To. I'm like, no. I mean, neither do I, thanks for us. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, he goes, oh, well, he's like, well, why not? I was like, she was really looking forward to having nothing to do this weekend. <laughs> so I'm going to keep it that way. Oh, just for my birthday. Let me do minimal things. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, we could go hiking again one day. One day. Um, we survived. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know how dire the situation was with your directions. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> because, okay, so we left at my house at 4.30 in yes. the morning, super early. Super so early. We drove, what, maybe an hour, a little more than an a hour? more than an hour. And we tried to stop at a Starbucks. And Alex was in the front seat, of course, Brian was driving. And she pulled it up on her maps, like her on her phone, Google Maps, or whatever. Why Brian didn't want to use the GPS in his car, I'll never know. He already had it set. No, he didn't. He didn't have it set. He no, he didn't have a set. He was, he was gonna, yeah, lot. he was gonna set it at Starbucks. Anyways, Alex is like, we get to a stop sign, and she's like, um, left. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm thinking, no, it, it literally tells you left or right, like it points. It's not a northwest situation. <laughs> We're dealing with left and rights here. <laughs> so I grab the phone from her. She's just she has it on as if you're walking, just following the blue dots. I'm like, it gets so much easier. You're basically using MapQuest at this point. Like it gets so much easier. My, mind if you, you press start. What what had happened? What she's leaving out because she's so kind <laughs> is that we had we were going down some residential streets. <laughs> And Brian's like, where are we? It's like, there's no Starbucks and near then us. And <laughs> Claire in the back is going, give me that. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. She's Something's like, wrong. what are you doing? And then she's like, you didn't press start. It gets so much easier. We so, just press start. But we found it very quickly. Yeah, after I pushed start and mm-hmm. I started navigating. Good after I relinquished control <laughs> over the... Um, <laughs> The iPhone. The iPhone. Sorry. <laughs> it's probably gonna hear this on my on the recording, but I, it's, it's too really hot. hot. Uh, so, anyways, and yes. then we made a, an otter friend, Bruce. Bruce. Bruce the otter and a couple <laughs> raccoons. Oh yeah, several raccoons. Raccoons. Mm-hmm. There was the one on the rocks when we were hiking back that was, you know, very protective of his home. Yeah. But also didn't want people to know where he lived, which relatable. I can. I, I get can, it. I get it. Don't follow me home, you creep. Yeah. yeah. You don't know. I don't know what you're gonna do to my house. <laughs> in this rock face. Yeah. Jeez, back off. But yeah, so we survived. Yep. Which, you know, we're did here. great. Rained and rained. I and fell. Rained. <laughs> Um, full turtle. <laughs> she full turtle. Full turtle. Full turtle. Full on turtle. She fell with her uh, heavy, heavy backpack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Could not get up. No. 
It was, there was and it was, it was a slow motion fall. <laughs> but you know what? Beautiful spot it was, to fall. It was a, oh, here we go. Oh, I'm going down. <laughs> I heard you go, ow. <laughs> and then. <laughs> you blew your whistle on your backpack. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it's an emergency. She's down. She's down. She's down. She's, then, she's gone full turtle. A flux Clara. No backpack. <laughs> but a cliff bar. <laughs> she's like, snack her laughter and then she's like first are you okay i'm like i'm fine and then she just breaks out in laughter by, by laughing in your face i mean are you good yeah are, you, are we good here oh but she yeah. was she was fine i was fine yeah. just jammed my finger which is fine um, i don't know if i have a bruise on my leg i haven't really checked um from turtling from turtling i thought i would but the backpack might have cushioned maybe cushioned, yeah and it was perfect because it was a green, like a bright green cover over my backpack for yeah. like the rain. So it was like, for the turtle it situation. Was, there was a turtle situation. <laughs> it was great. It, yep. was, it was fine. It was I, great. I lived to tell the tale. And I was great. actually telling someone at work about, I was telling a few people at work like about our backpacking mm-hmm. and Brian actually came to, over to me today and he goes, you know when you were telling your story yesterday, your backpack kept getting heavier. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever weigh yours? No. <laughs> Up. And I'm like, I'm like, well, it makes the story sound well, more interesting. And he goes, he goes, yeah, it went from 20 pounds to 25 pounds to 30 pounds. I was like, at least it went up in increments of five. Mine was, I didn't weigh mine either. It was heavy. And Brian's like, and my backpack was not 50 pounds. So <laughs> you lied about that one too. <laughs> Gosh, just trying to make you look good. Why are you so picky? Yeah, geez. <sighs> Anywho, that was um, uh, that was camping. Yep. That was it. Um, and I think, do you have anything else? Do you have something else? Yes, I have two things, actually. I have um, number one. Well, the first thing I'm going to talk about. Yeah. I have a new, <gasps> why would someone spend this much money on a purse? Oh, my gosh. How do you keep these from me? You're so good at keeping them secret. So, so this, actually, this brand, or this, yeah, brand, um, She's known for making like beautiful handbags that are like encrusted and like Ooh. in strange shapes. So I haven't included her in the past because it's kind of her shtick. But <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Okay, tell me. For the low, low price. Oh no. Oh no. It's a glimpse. <laughs> low, low, low price of $5,700. Oh no. You can own a croissant clutch. <laughs> it's even got a picnic bag. Is it beaded? It's a beaded crystal. Swarovski crystals, thank you very much. <laughs> That's what the chair was, right? Yes. Uh, but they're not. You can put your croissant clutch <laughs> on the chair. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Judith Lieber. Oh, that croissant might be. clutch. Okay. And see, oh, it actually goodness. does open, so oh, you could use it. Oh, my goodness. However. I feel like we did this. We put this in the universe. It's in the shape of a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the plaid part? 
I, is that the bottom what I, you put on the ground? I think so. I think it's a blanket. The not crystal. Yeah, but there's. I mean, she's got other things. Wow. Like, no, I love that. I mean, oh yeah, being a tres magnifique touch to Ooh, your look with this crystal covered croissant clutch. <laughs> that's deliciously crystal covered croissant. Clutch. Say that ten times fast. So hard um, to say once. Deliciously authentic, down to the classic patisserie <laughs> napkin. It is sitting on a napkin. <laughs> a classic napkin. Classic napkin. And it's $5,700. There's only one available. <gasps> is this Nordstrom? Get it while it's hot at Nordstrom. Get it while it's hot. Get fresh it out of the oven. Fresh out of the oven. <laughs> hot and fresh out the kitchen. Before it goes into a tree. Yeah. And, and then becomes, becomes a, tree a beast. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, she's got the most like wow. insane. Like she's known for. Insane and, and relatively normal looking ones too, um, but the, the I couldn't help. Might be croissant. one of my favorites. I, I really like the airplane one too. The airplane one, I like the airplane the one too. The croissant that's neck and neck with the airplane one. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I mean, oh, did you get the pasta bag? <gasps> I forgot I all forgot. about the pasta bag. You should listen to this podcast. <laughs> I should listen to my own podcast. Jeez, I could have reminded myself. No, I did not get the pasta bag. Oh, that's fine. Dang it. <laughs> it's probably better that way. Now you can buy $100 with the pasta. I know. And make my own bag. <laughs> make your own bag make and my own. your own pasta. I'll make it to put in the bag. Yes. I'll make a pasta bowl out of a pasta <gasps> box. Oh, girl. Oh, now we're talking. Now we're cooking. Cooking with fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else? Um, so this I have seen all over the tweet. Uh-oh. I've seen it. The twats. On the news. Uh-oh. I've seen it everywhere. It means I probably haven't. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I avoid all those And things. it's just been making me go, what? 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 Uh-huh. Okay. Hit me with it. Apparently, celebrities are coming out and talking about how they don't shower. <laughs> like, just don't shower. Like, ever? Like, just, I mean, if anything, it's like scrubbed up of, you know, the stinky Moist parts. Toilets. Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> They're like, there's no need to shower. I was like, uh, yeah. There's there a need. Is though. But it's like there's so many people that are like, you know, uh Jake Gyllenhaal. What? Don't shower. Never? No, apparently not. Uh Dak Shepard. What? Yeah. I mean I don't shower every day. Sometimes only like twice a week. I'm feeling pretty good about myself now. Yeah. And then there's, you know, the rock who I, you know, am like, yes, he, can you, do whatever he, he wants. showers three times a day. <laughs> He doesn't even have hair. <laughs> I'm like, you go. <laughs> you go, Rock. That's pretty much the only reason I shower is to wash my hair. I feel like if I was bald, I would maybe never shower. Yeah, that's really... I, I wear a baseball hat all the time. Yeah, when I shower, I only wash my hair. I mean, other times I'm taking a bath, but... I just, it's just weird that it's been coming up all of a sudden. I'm like, what? Why are we having conversations? Is and why do we s- care? <laughs> Clearly we do. We're Clearly. talking about it. Um, is that their secret? I'm Should just starting to think. <laughs> Celebrities are full of they just smell. Hmm. Like do celebrities just stink and we don't Maybe. and we Rock can't and we can't celebrity. get close to them so we don't know. Can't smell on TV. You can't. No. 
And there are people who won't let you get close to them. And that, that's true. And then, <laughs> if none of them are bathing, they all smell that bad. Yeah. So they can't smell it anymore. It's just the musk of Hollywood. Hmm, why doesn't their hair look greasy? I don't Dry I shampoo? see so many questions. I have a lot of questions. Get Jake Gyllenhaal on the horn. Jake we'll Jill. ask him a few questions. <laughs> we got questions. <laughs> or Dax. He's got a podcast. We oh, yeah. We can call in. Bring on. Uh, especially, I mean, I guess they all have AC down there in Hollywood, baby, but it's very hot down there, too. Yeah. You walk outside, you're sweating. Well, and a lot of them probably do have pools. Yeah. So maybe a dip ski in the pool. Rinsed off, and that counts. Yeah. You can't just have chlorine. Your hair will turn green. Yeah. Been there. I've never had my hair turn green. Well, I have dark hair. Yeah, light hair. When I was little, it was light, light blonde. Turn green in the poo. I was hoping you were going to say poo, not turn green in the poo. Turn green in the poo. <laughs> Gross. Good. Uh, that's all I had was the croissant and uh, celebrities that's apparently incredible. don't shower. Um, but they do buy but croissant purses. But they do <laughs> buy croissant purses. Ooh, I bet we'll see it on the red carpet like we did the shrimp. <laughs> Loved seeing that shrimp purse. Oh. Shrimp person in the Great. wild. In the wild. A wild shrimp person. A wild shrimp person. Did, that, did um, it come with a cocktail sauce coin purse? No, that was our thing. We know. had to sell that on our Etsy shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, our, what do you call it? Merch. Merch. Thank yeah. you. Merch. Merch pay. Merch baby. Uh, I'm really, I'm really like, uncomfortably I'm hot. I'm to take my shirt off. I'm, so I'm about to like lay on the floor because I don't know like what to do because I am, I'm sweating through my pants. <laughs> I don't know why you're not wearing shorts. I've got you're a psychopath. So many folds that are sweating in I'm between just the fold. Use this ribbon, and that'll be my top. <laughs> All bets are off. All bets. <laughs> Sarah's gonna come Whoa. up and we're gonna be like, Girl. it's fine. She's gotta get used to it sooner or later. Which BT dubs, she was uh, so I noticed last time uh-huh. we just kind of started talking to her and like didn't tell anybody. I know you couldn't really on. hear her. Um but that's Claire's roommate, Sarah. Yeah. Um, new roommate. So if you ever hear us talking to a third person That's who she is. Probably is her. Unless yeah. there's a ghost that's decided to... We'll let you know, though. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> we've, got, we've got ghost questions. We, they will be asked. <laughs> so many ghost questions. <laughs> okay, so let's get this over with. Yeah, let's get this. Uh, okay, I'll go. Okay. I'll go. Okay. Gonna, <gasps> it's Alien August. Ooh. Beloved. Creatures from the... Alien August. We love an Alien August. I was trying to think of what we're going to do for September, but... Um, let's do something a little more based in reality, because it turns out <laughs> aliens are hard to research. They're very hard to research. <laughs> it's like when we were doing the conspiracy... The um, triangle? Yeah, pyramid. I was like, this is super hard, because it's like, well, it started back in this time, and then it's like, no, it actually started over here, and it's like, actually, it never freaking started. Yeah. Like, this isn't actually, real. It doesn't Why am exist. I trying so hard to get <laughs> Why two sources for every fact? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Anyways, but I do love aliens. Love them. We love an alien. Okay. Love them. Get this ice cube. <laughs> put it down your shirt. <laughs> she put it on her head. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not seeping through my hair. <laughs> your hair's too thick. <laughs> your hair's too thick. Okay. <laughs> okay.
Okay. Oh. <laughs> I have a little ice pack I give Penny. That's, I can give it to that's you. That's the stuff right there. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not going to say the title mostly Sorry, because I don't, I don't have one. <laughs> Alex is, don't mind me. Possibly having a stroke. <laughs> TBD. Someone call 911. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, oh, fine. Okay. Ice cube melts itself. <laughs> it's because it's okay. hot. Okay. Here, wait. I'll grab you a penny today. I need the ice pack made for the cat. For me. For I just have thick hair. Put it behind your neck. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, I thought I saw a penny coming around the corner. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Oh, that feels nice. <laughs> okay. Friday, September 16th. 1994. It's a good year. In Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe? 62 <laughs> 5 to 12 year old school children from a small town in a private primary school called Aerial School. I put too many facts in that one sentence. <laughs> a lot, that's a lot of facts for one sentence. <laughs> uh, anyways, a bunch of kids run outside at school. At 10 a.m. for their recess. Um, so the teachers of the school, they took this opportunity to have a staff meeting inside. Um, I don't know, talk about teacher staff. Mm -hmm. uh, leaving the children basically unsupervised outside. Um, but I guess it's an, like an understanding that the older kids are supposed to keep an eye on the younger ones. I mean, so it's yeah. Like, yeah, but they're 12. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, get some sort of recess teacher out there. Get a get a, a playground monitor. Yeah, we the librarian. That. What's she doing? <laughs> get the librarian. She's in the staff meeting. She's got some important staff mm. meetings to meet about. Um, okay, so soon, however, there they the children began running to the nearest adult they could find, which was a tuck shop mistress at the nearby tuck shop. But like. Tux or no T U C K, which I guess I like I sells. I didn't either. I looked it up. I guess they like sell pastries and candies and stuff to the students, and it's basically like mothers of the school take turns being there. So like the, the PTA. Day. Yeah, I guess we had one of those in my middle school where it was just like a little basically hole in one of the buildings outside that you could buy like candy or whatever at. I can't remember mm. what we called it, but anyways. So the mom that was there that day was called Allison Kirkman, um, and she was just in the shop minding her own business when one of the students ran in, and he just, like, looked completely terrified. Um, and he told Allison, he was like, there's straight-up aliens outside. <laughs> Yo, Allison, straight-up aliens. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, we need an adult. We need an adult. <laughs> Also known as what I say every single day yeah, of my life. Also, my constant state. So, um, Allison's like, lols, good one. Like, Lulz. get out of here. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, this isn't a drill. Like, there's an alien in a black suit um, with a band around his head. It's um, Slender Man. <laughs> maybe. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay, go play. <laughs> get out of here. Cool. <laughs> and she doesn't, like, go outside or anything. Um which, like, even if it's not an alien and it's just a man in a black suit. Go investigate. Maybe there, peek your head out. Children involved. Go ahead and peek your head out. Take a peek. <laughs> so, anyways, um, 
so what was happening basically outside the kids saw this hovering like craft mm. like just outside the playground which i think was basically just like a dirt field mm-hmm. no shade zimbabwe but i watched your video and that's what it looked like mm-hmm. um like outside the field parameter we'll yeah. call it a playground it sounds nicer um yeah. and then soon they like they kind of realized that it was like they were really bright and shiny and so they realized the closer they got that it was one bigger craft and like four smaller ones Mm. depending on what kid you talk to kind of yeah five-year-olds aren't super uh good at facts (laughs) yeah (laughs) and they can kind of make up facts yeah a little bit and like Maybe embellished, but then there was 12-year-olds, too, so everybody kind of saw something different. Oh, yes, because they're reliable. Yeah, I know about 12-year-olds, and they're reliable. Um, they also know what an adverb is. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> they went to this private school because I didn't. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, so like I said, the, the crafts were, like, emitting. Is that the right word? Emitting? Emitting, like, mm-hmm. a super bright light. Mm-hmm. It was very shiny. It was, like, a golden glow to it. Yeah. It was, like, in the middle of the day, right? So it wasn't, you know, usually you see aliens. And, you know, when you see aliens, it's, yeah. like, it's dark. Yeah. Um, they don't come out during the day. They're like right. werewolves. Um, and so, and then the objects would disappear and then reappear in seconds as if it was, like, teleporting, kind of. Pew, 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 pew. I was there. Now I'm here. Um. Bruce? (laughs) Bruce. So eventually uh, it landed, like, on the perimeter of the playground. Um, And so all the kids, like, ran over to look. Yeah, cool thing. Because you're five. Yeah. You don't know to not do that. Yeah. (laughs) Stranger danger counts for aliens. (laughs) Okay, so... That's um, the biggest stranger danger right there. The most stranger of all time. If you don't even know what the creature is. Yes. Um, So they saw... At least two of the creatures exit one of the crafts. Um, one of them was pretty small. They said one one thing I read said it was like a meter. Mm. So nobody, knows. I think like three feet ish, because it's like a yard I basically. Think, a meter is like a yard. I don't. It's know. pretty close. Anyhow, they're not very tall. Um, and it was on top of their spaceship, and it was like almost. It was jumping up and down. They said like how it looked. Um, like when people when they were on the moon, you know, like oh yeah, less gravity, like in slow motion, wee. jumping almost, yeah, wee. Oh, wee. Um, and the kids described them as being dressed in tight black suits. Mm. Aliens love a uniform. We, we all love that. a uniform, we, and we might as well just start doing it now. We know in the future we're all going to be wearing uniforms. Yeah, aliens <laughs> love a uniform, so and tight uniforms too, because it's usually not like you know they're not wearing baggy jeans no, and an oversized tee. It's not like a. What were those? Junk, jank, junko junko jeans? jeans? Yeah, they're not wearing junko jeans and an oversized <laughs> well, Metallica t-shirt. they've probably been, like, cryogenically frozen or put to sleep or whatever, you know, for the journey here. So they're not eating for 10,000 years? I don't probably know Probably they're, you know, time. their skinny yeah, jeans turn into it. junko jeans. <laughs> That's exactly right. You gotta go latex or you gotta yeah, go I mean, come to on. your own planet. Okay, anyway... <laughs> Uh, they also said that he um, had big eyes like rugby balls. Oh, what big eyes you have. Um, and a thin razor-like mouth. Like sharp, sharp and thin. 
<sighs> um, and then one alien kind of like walked over to them and made direct eye contact with several of the students. Um, and he spoke to them as mm-hmm. if like telepathically. He didn't open his mouth or speak English, but um, and he warned the children of the state of the world. He basically it sucks. Yeah, he was like, oh, sucks to me. <laughs> it, it's a dumpster fire. It's hot dumpster. Twenty twenty. I've warned you. Yeah. Uh, good luck in about uh, twenty six yeah. years. Did you see that map? Look at you. I'm not even gonna question it. Um, okay, so, yeah, they were saying, basically, we're destroying the planet, um, and technology is going to ruin the Earth. They say that about everything every year. <sighs> Classic alien. Come up with something new. <laughs> Be a little more original. <sighs> would ya? So, one student said, um, those thoughts came from the man, the man's eyes. So, he, like just made eye contact with her and she like heard those thoughts in her head or something. Mm. Ah! Ah! Um, so, so like after that, that's when the one kid goes to try and get Allison, the only adult in the vicinity of mm-hmm. the town, it seems like. <laughs> um, the only adult not in the staff meeting. Yeah. And another kid goes inside and like breaks up the staff meeting he was like yo can you please ring the bell we want to come inside real bad (laughs) we'd like to be inside yeah and so everyone comes back inside and they tell their teachers like um so like here's what just happened and like trauma lots of trauma yeah (laughs) i'm very afraid like that would be so scary yeah um and they didn't believe them of course not and the teacher's I guess, assumed it was a prank. You know, when five-year-olds prank you, oh, it's super good. <laughs> yeah, they got really good pranks. Usually it's like, you know. I have a five-year-old nephew, and the best he can do is come, and he just calls me Patuta Potato Head until I get annoyed and walk away. <laughs> He's not organizing 60 other kids into a no. prank. A UFO-based <laughs> prank. No, it's just... <laughs> Doing no. something until it annoys you. And yeah, repeating the same two words over and over again until I simply lock him out of wherever I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways. Um, LOL. LOL, lots of love. But so that was Friday, remember? So by Monday morning, all the parents showed up at school and they were like, sorry, but what happened on Friday at recess? <laughs> because like all their kids are like traumatized. They're yeah. all so scared. Trauma. Yeah, and also maybe, like, why was no one supervising them? <laughs> like, let's bring that Ooh, up while we're here. Watching yeah. Uh, so, we enter Cynthia Hind. Um, Hind was a local UFO expert. Ufologist. An ufologist, you may say. Bring on the ufologist. Which I'm not sure how you get the title of the local UFO expert. You're better than all the other people yeah. at UFOs. Uh, anyway, so that this person, I think she lived. Oh yeah, she was local. She lived in the area, so she came. She probably to, has a certificate from like DeVry University <laughs> or like University of Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she made forty-five cents, and now she's the local UFO expert. Um, so she comes and like talks to the kids actually about what they saw and is like an, is interested and believes them. <laughs> like everyone else who's like mm, okay you're a little liar. Um, but so Hind also invited a Dr. John Mack, 
Mm-hmm. Who was a professor of psycho- psychiatry at Harvard Ooh. Uh, to come and talk to the kids too? So Hind, as well as Mac, um, they come and interview the kids. They film the interviews, which you can watch. Ooh. Um, and they basically like it's been a few days, right? So it was on Friday. It's not until Monday that they get they like let this hind lady know. So it's been a while. Yeah. And the guy has to come from Harvard. But um, I believe they call the headmaster, I think they call him, basically a principal. Mm -hmm. It's a private school, so it's a headmaster. But um, before they even get there, and they're like, okay, before all the kids can talk to each other, have them draw pictures of what Mm -hmm. they saw. Um, And and then once they got there, they filmed interviews, with the children separately. Um, and so with all of Mac's experience and professional skills, mm-hmm. like you can't just be a hack and be a professor at Harvard no. of psychiatry. Like, no, that's hard. That's, that's much. I mean, that's hard if you're trying to be a hack and do that. Oh, even harder. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, he was convinced that all the children were telling the truth. Like all of their stories were the same. And those, pictures that they had drawn before they could really talk to each other and like compare notes and everything were super similar mm. like they all basically do the same thing mm-hmm. um some of them drew pictures of the aliens themselves which was kind of a classic like big head big eyes skinny little bodies uh and then the black jumpsuits mm. and then some people drew a picture of the ufo which was also really classic like a disc or like a sombrero ufo yeah um a sombrero. <laughs> I think that's what they're called. <laughs> uh, and, like, I don't know, a bunch of people were asking these kids, like, trying to verify everything, and they asked if maybe it could have been an airplane that they saw, and all of them, like, vehemently denied it, and they mm-hmm. were like, nah, this was otherworldly, like... Nah, fam. Nah, nah, fam. Like, that's a no for me, dog. It's <laughs> from space. It's a spacecraft. <laughs> So the students really didn't have a reason to make up the story, and they also didn't have a reason to stick with it after nobody believed them. Like, they weren't getting positive attention. No. Um, and so a lot of them, like, pushed it deep down and repressed it. Hmm. Um, so, but, like, basically the outward signs was just, like, a deep burning anxiety. <laughs> And reported nightmares that led Mac to believe that it was definitely, like, real. Like, they saw something. Yeah. So, they had some theories, um, because the kids were a hundo P about what they saw. Hundo P! Hundo P convinced about, like, they saw something. Um, and so, like, some theories were that it it could have been a mass hysteria. Mm. You know, like, remember the Erickson twins that ran out into traffic? Kind of like that. That was a joint psychosis, but with, I think, more people, it's probably called a mass hysteria. Mm -hmm. Um, which is obviously usually, usually caused by a stressor of some kind, Mm -hmm. but... The thing is, mass hysteria is known for manifesting as physical symptoms, like mm. panic attacks or vomiting. Or remember we did, um, when we did Weird Ways to Die, yeah. the dancing oh, yeah. hysteria. Uh-huh. So it's always, like, physical, but, like, the students didn't have any physical mm-hmm. other than, like, the anxiety that they got from just being scared. Though. Yeah. Like, that was 
an effect of it, not a cause. Yeah. Look at you doing callbacks to old episodes. <sighs> you. I'm proud. Two in that one paragraph. Look at you. Um. Yeah. So, and then they had like those reoccurring nightmares into adulthood. Um, mm. And I mean, it just seems like. Maybe in, like, the 60s this would happen. But these people are exactly my age. Like yeah, they, this, this is 94. 27 years ago when they were 5 to 12. Yeah. It's my birthday today, and I would have been 6. Yeah. So it's like, like, it would have been my memory if I was uh-huh. in Zimbabwe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just seems weird. But mm-hmm. anyways, there were also other sightings um, around the, like, actually the whole country as well as neighboring countries the day be- days before and after the sightings. Um, for example, one man said that he was with like 14 other people. I don't know. Hanging out. Yeah. Barbecuing maybe. Chilling. Chilling. Um, and they saw a bright light in the sky. Shooting some people out by the school. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first they thought, it, or the guy on the interview I was watching, he thought it was an Airbus, like an airplane, but then he realized it couldn't have been and noticed how um it was like silent like there was a lack of sound which i feel like is also mm. reoccurring in alien it is i have some lack of Ooh, sound in mine i did last time too so and then there was also reported displays of magnificent lights Ooh, lights another telltale in, alien yeah, in the clear night sky um with report of capsule like fireballs flanked by two smaller capsules so, like, if you think of a, uh, I think I think they might call it a Mexican hat, but a sombrero. Aliens, you know, with, like, mm-hmm. the dome and the, mm-hmm. the classic. Mm-hmm. Um, if you saw that from really far away, it would look like a capsule. Or, like, the tic yeah. that we talked about mm-hmm. last week. So, and the go fast. And the go fast and the gamble. So, uh, that's what people saw. And then a mother and son reported <clears throat> a sighting in the sky during the day. And a trucker had seen strange beings on the road at night within the same time frame. So it's basically Hundo P. Unexplained, Um, a documentary filmmaker. He gathered a handful of the kids 20 years later in like 2008, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were still like super shook from their encounter. And like a lot of people hadn't even told their partners that it Mm. had happened. It had happened. Happened. It ha- happened. I know. I don't know how to say that without sounding like Will Smith. It ha- happened. <laughs> um, <clears throat> because people just didn't believe him and made fun of him. So mm-hmm. they were like, oh, fine, I just won't ever tell anyone again. But, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, they still, like, thought about it all the time. And, like, and their stories hadn't changed at all. Wow. Because, remember, Mac had filmed it all. Yeah. So it's like they had their first memories of it. And mm-hmm. then those kids it wasn't on youtube they couldn't watch their own stories yeah and so when they recounted it 20 years later it was the same it was the same <gasps> so <gasps> that's basically it aliens in zimbabwe but that would be really scary yeah <laughs> super scary super scary uh oh and they're in um 1977 an almost identical thing happened to 14 school children in Wales. Ooh. They saw a UFO hovering above their playground, mm-hmm. and it was like the same shape. They drew almost the exact same pictures. Ooh. And, I mean, that was before. Yeah. And in Wales, like, not close to Zimbabwe. No. I mean, aliens can travel, but I'm just saying 
they didn't have internet. Like, they didn't read that story and then yeah. the five-year-olds made Very, up the big prank. Ooh, this is great. Yeah. Anyways. That's all. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I am going to talk about the Lubbock Lights. Lubbock Lights. Lubbock Lights. Okay. So, on August 25th. 1951. 51, 25th. That's next week, baby. Next week, baby. Um, at about 9.20 p.m. Okay, we're getting dark. Uh, we got Texas Tech professors A.G. Oberg, who's a chemical engineer. Oberg. W.L. Ducker. Ducker. The department head of the Petroleum Engineering Department. <laughs> Ducker. Ducker. Oh, uh, no. W.I. W. Robinson, who is a geologist. Yeah. I'm just going to have the geologist. We've got a full, like, shuttle crew on and our hands. Dr. George. Just doctor of everything. Just, uh, physics. Okay. Um, we're sitting in one of their backyards enjoying a warm Texas evening. They're all friends. They're all friends. Can you get a smarter group of people? Right. Okay. Um, all of a sudden, they saw 15 to 30 bluish greenish lights <gasps> passing overhead in a V-like shape a la the Mighty Ducks. A la all geese everywhere. Yeah, geese. <laughs> um, stunned, but still using their trained scientific reasoning because these people are smart. Yeah. They figured the lights would reappear. So had they taken acid at this point? It did not stop. Okay. <laughs> um, they figured the lights would reappear. And they did about an hour later, but it wasn't in the flying V. It Uh-oh. wasn't a more haphazardly, Ooh, you know. they got out of formation. I know. A few hours before that in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. New Mexico, which is about 350 miles away from Lubbock, which is where our uh, smarty pants mm-hmm. group mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. An employee at the Atomic Energy Commission's super secret base. Super secret squirrel base. Called Sandy Corporation. (laughs) Sandy. And this guy had a high security level clearance, which is Q security. I did not look into the different types of security, but apparently Q is the highest. We're probably not. We don't have a high enough classification. I uh, I think I have like negative A. Ah, Sam. (laughs) Well, Sam. (laughs) Sam. Um, had uh, Had been sitting outside with his wife. Um, just enjoying, again, the lovely evening. Yeah, beautiful night. Um, and noting that they were, they were gazing at the night sky, commenting on how beautiful it was when both of them were startled at the sight of a huge <gasps> airplane flying startled. swiftly and silently over their hands. Just one? Just one. Okay. Over the aft edge of the wings, there were six to eight pairs of soft, glowing, bluish lights. <gasps> we found them. Then, shortly after seeing this, well, shortly after, yeah, uh, back in Lubbock, okay, we have another couple. Okay, this was a wife of a retired rancher. Uh-huh. Had seen something terrifying in the sky while she was bringing in sheets from the clothesline. Oh, get saying it, it looked like an airplane without a body with glowing blue lights. Airplane without a body. Without a body. So it's just wings. Just wings. Huh. Okay. Um, again, with glowing blue lights. <gasps> Over the period of two weeks, hundreds of residents had seen the same lights. Back to our boys at Texas Tech. Yeah, girl. Smarty pants. Smarty group. pant crew. Uh, they didn't want to wait for the government to come in and do a, you know, research. Mm, can't trust them. Because, you know, they're smart. They can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, do it. We'll do it. 
they started their own investigation as to what the lights were because they, you know, kept seeing them. Uh, they even went as far as to chase the lights when they were spotted, uh, talking on walkie-talkies mm-hmm. and trying to measure the altitude, but they couldn't figure it out. They couldn't, like, get the inaccurate, like, measurement. Yeah, I feel like that would be super hard if you're not also in the air. Yeah. A few days, so a few days after the initial sighting by our uh, Texas Tech group, mm-hmm. um, Carl Hart Jr., who was a freshman at Texas Tech University, was doing what all college students do on a Friday night, um, looking out his dorm room window. <laughs> okay, so he was the one on acid. <laughs> <laughs> and mushrooms. he saw them. Yeah, he saw the lights. <laughs> Uh, it was a warm night, and his bed was pushed over next to an open window. He was looking out at the clear sky and had been in bed about half an hour when he saw a formation of the lights appear in the north. <laughs> Cross an open patch of sky and disappear over his house. Which it says house. I'm pretty sure they mean dorm room. Yeah. Uh, knowing that the lights might ap- reappear, mm-hmm. again, these smart people at Texas Tech are like, like, these guys are coming back. Yeah. Um, he grabbed his loaded Kodak 35 camera, yes. set the lens and shutter at f3.5 sure. and one-tenth of a second. I love that setting. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my go-to setting. Yeah. Um, and went out into the middle of the backyard. Okay. The quad. I'm the quad. just going to say. Yeah. His door. Of his door. <laughs> uh, before long, his vigil was rewarded when the lights made a second pass. Yes. He got two pictures. Mm-hmm. A third formation went over minutes later, and then he got three more pictures. These images show lights moving in, again, flying. Flying V. They're back in V. Formation, and is the only photographic evidence of what was seen in those two weeks by multiple people. So, September 1951. Okay. Enter Edward Rippelt. I'm Rippelt, baby. Rippelt. He learned about the Lubbock Lights, and he also was the supervisor of the Air Force's Project Blue Book. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that last week, too. He investigated. Yes, got to. After a thorough investigation, which included interviews with just about everybody in Lubbock, because basically everybody said that they saw him. So 12 people, uh, I'd imagine. Yeah, 12 people. <laughs> uh, and the photos taken by Carl, Repelt determined that the sightings were a pack of migrating birds called the Plover. A plover. A plover. That They're not very big birds, though. They're super big... duper made up. Yeah. <laughs> in 1951, uh, Lubbock had installed new vapor streetlights. I don't know what that means, but. Okay. Uh, and it was concluded that the birds were reflecting the streetlights. No. This was also allegedly confirmed by one of the professors. One of our smarty pant group. Only one? Only one. Okay. When asked. The head of the biology department at Texas Tech, uh-huh. again, another smarty, yeah. um, and, a ga- and a game warden, so two different people. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> he was both. I thought he was both, too, and I was like, oh, no, two different people. Great clarification. Um, indicated there's no way it could be birds because they were too large and too quiet. Could be no birds. Honk, honk, honk. <laughs> They're not quiet. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a hissing goose. Um, I'm scared. Later, Ruppelt divulged <gasps> they were not birds. No, we know. Reflected light or spaceships. Well, they also can't get to New Mexico in 20 minutes. No. Uh, they were positively identified as a very commonplace and easily explainable natural phenomenon. Doubt it. 
It is very unfortunate that I can't divulge exactly uh-huh. the way the answer was found because it is an interesting story of how a scientist set up complete instrumentation to track down the lights and how he spent several months testing theory after theory until he finally hit upon the answer. Sure. Telling the story would lead to his identity and in exchange for the story, I promised the man complete anonymity. But he fully convinced me that he had the answer and after having heard hundreds of explanations of UFOs, I don't convince easily. So what does he think it is? To this day, the exact cause of the electric lights is still unknown to the general public. But I think Repelt talked to an alien. It was an alien in a fake mustache and glasses. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. So that is uh, the Lubbock Lights, everybody. It has to be. You can't say who it is because then it would give you the answer. Yeah. Can't say. It's because he talked to an alien. He talked to an alien. <laughs> with fake mustache and glasses. Like, but he's fully gray. Fully with gray. With a big giant head. With, you know, a really tight lycra suit. Huge. Uh, and a ray gun. What do they call those? Um, like, basically football eyes. Yeah. But, like, tiny little normal-sized glasses, which look, like, really, really small. And a little, like, mustache. <laughs> that's, like, drawn on in Sharpie. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> so that it is the Lubbock Lights. A lot like the satellites that I saw that I thought were UFOs. Yeah. But scary. I, okay, so I want to, so when we were camping this weekend. Yes. I swear to you, and I don't know if it was Brian talking in his sleep, <laughs> but I swear I heard someone say, hello, <gasps> outside my tent. Oh, no. Followed by a, like, like clapping and then, like, hello. That's a no for me, dog. That was at the <laughs> same time that, you know, I felt like we were going to be, you know, carried yeah, away by the... it was so the... loud. Did you unzip your tent at any point? I did to go to the bathroom. Okay, I heard you do that. Um, But, yeah, no, I, I because heard... Because I was also awake because of the waves. I heard someone say... Was it, like, hello? Yeah. And then, do you remember in the morning when I was like, look at those two identical prints on top of our ta- of our tarp? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was the Mothman. I think we were visiting my aliens. It could have been me because I... <laughs> Did I send you that recording? Yes. <laughs> I wonder if I can play it loud enough. Because I was definitely talking to aliens. Where's the sound come out the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, but it was distinct. Hello. I hate that. Like, distinct somebody saying hello. You should take pictures of the prints. Because you were like, it's a really weird bird. Print. Well, I didn't want to say, look, it's probably aliens. <laughs> you could have taken a fu- Yeah, you should have. Because I was like, we're definitely going to see aliens on this trip. But it was too cloudy. So I was like, well, I guess we won't see them in the stars. No, they have friggin' visited. Well, first at night when I was sleeping, when I heard the hello. They, and then they applauded you. And the, and the little, little clapping. Yay. I was like, I was like, is it a raccoon? Raccoons can't talk. Bruce? Bruce? Bruce is on you. Bruce? Bruce? Uh, so yeah, nah, I, mm, 
Not comfortable with that. No. Not, yeah. Uh, I do a lot of things alone, including traveling and hiking. I will not camp alone. Oh, no. Because of that. <laughs> hello. Hello. But it wasn't like a creepy hello. It was just like somebody saying hello. Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> Anybody there? These waves wake you up, too? <laughs> Big summer blowout. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would have recognized me and Brian's voice. Though. I would have recognized Brian's voice. I would have recognized your voice. But and it didn't, it didn't, it sounded not close enough to be Brian, uh-huh. but not far away enough to be you. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I can't believe you didn't tell me this. Or I'm hearing things. I wanted to save it for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. I wish I would have known. Yeah. So I'm convinced we were visited by aliens or a talking raccoon. Well, we didn't even get to see it. I know. We'll have to go again. Yeah. Okay. All right. Guess what Clara has today? You guys, guess what I remembered. What she remembered? On this day. On this day. First time this month. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. It's because it's my birthday. <laughs> birthday on this birthday. 17th. August 17th. Baby. Okay. I'll go. Yeah, you go. Oh, I sent you this today. It's National Black Cat Appreciation Day. Bakira, we appreciate you. You're appreciated. And Salem. Salem. Diane's cat. Oh. And, my, my nephew. My kitty um, cat nephew. Sabrina the Teenage That's why I, I named Salem. Salem, I was the one that gave Salem his name. You're welcome for your name. It's also National Thrift Shop Day. I'm going to pop some tags. Yeah. $20,000. Someone thank Macklemore today. Okay. Buy him a coat. For a coat. In 1859, the first airmail... Via balloon Ooh. took off from Lafayette, Indiana. Lafayette, <laughs> our favorite fighting Frenchman. Okay, in eighteen seventy, the first ascent of Mount Rainier Ooh. by someone with the coolest name ever. Yeah, it Hazard is. Stevens, and uh, I think this might have been an autocorrect on my part. P.B. Van Trump? I have that one, too. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Peanut butter Van Trump. <laughs> did not look right. Also, don't think I would hike or camp or backpack with anyone with the name Hazard. No. Not at Just saying. Uh, 1939, The Wizard of Oz opens at Lowe's Capitol Theater in New York. Ooh. I'll have to see The Wizard. <laughs> the wonderful Wizard of Oz. Uh, 1945, Korea is divided into North and South Korea along mm-hmm. the 38th parallel. Doo doo. Congrats to you. In 1945, George Orwell published Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. 1978, three Americans complete the first crossing of the Atlantic. Oh. In a balloon. In a balloon. Okay. It's a big day for balloons. It's a bold choice for a balloon. 1992, Woody, and Woody Allen admitted to being romantically involved with Soon Yi, uh, the girl that was his Creepy. partner's adopted daughter, which is soups. Creep. Another He's... great one, 1998. U.S. President Bill Clinton admits uh, that he had an improper physical relationship with intern Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Billy. And... 1986, the bronze pig statue was unveiled at Pike Place Market. Piggy! <laughs> Which so cute. is fitting a pig's unveiled at my birthday.
<laughs> it's me. It's me, the pig. Um, all right. I had a lot of the same. Okay. But I have a few that Tell you did not me. include. So uh, on this day, and I think I shared this one with you when we were, it was a while ago, we were doing this like on this day thing where we were sharing yes, yes, like yes, yes, things yes. about our birthdays. Uh-huh. Um, 1661. Of course. French superintendent of finances, mm-hmm. Nicolas Fouquet. Love him. Throws one of the grandest and opulent parties ever seen in France. Oh my gosh. Appalling King Louis. I'm appalled. And leading to Fouquet's arrest Fouquet. for embezzlement. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember talking about that. How can he throw this party? He must be embezzling money. This person? Nah. Nah. <laughs> oh, Nikki Farquaad, no. Farquaad, please. Please. <laughs> uh, in 1835, Solomon Merrick of Springfield, Massachusetts, patents the first wrench. <gasps> the wrench. The wrench. I love that journey for him. We love a wrench. We love a wrench. Uh, in 1936, Niles B. Rude. Miles, be rude. Miles, be rude. Miles, always be rude. (laughs) Be the rudest. Uh, Receives the first unemployment benefit check in Wisconsin. Miles, be rich. Be rich. (laughs) Get that $15 (laughs) for the month. Yeah. $15. Congrats, Miles, be rich. Uh, In 1982, the first CD is released to the public in Germany. Uh, boo, 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 boo. And in 2020, UNC Chapel Hill is the first college to send students home and convert to online classes <gasps> after 135 COVID cases oh, detected. Sheesh. Which started it all. Good. Good, good. And we're still in it. Good. Great. We have just, we went back to wearing masks at work today. Yeah. <laughs> Read that. Uh, deaths. You want to know who died on your, on your birthday? Did I you do. Deaths? I have two. Okay. What are yours? I have Frederick the Great. Frederick the Great? Frederick the Great, the King of Prussia. Yeah. Uh, and Franklin D. Roosevelt Jr. Mm-hmm. On August 17th, 1988. <gasps> on your birth? You're um, the reincarnation uh, of... Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm Franklin D. Roosevelt Jr. Look at you. You're, You're looking great. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Um, so I have in 1510, you know, I love my old ones. I skip until at least 18 months. Oh no. I guess Frederick the Great was 17. So when I was originally doing this, mm-hmm. I accidentally did the on this day for t- today, today yeah. which is the 12th. <laughs> um, and I had one from the year three and I was, <laughs> what was it? Do you remember? I was so proud of myself. Uh, it was, um, Venus and Jupiter were like in line, ooh. which is known as the star of bethlehem that just happened i feel like last year yeah. so something. that happened in, in three i was very <laughs> proud of myself that i had something in three it's a little it's a little late three <laughs> three years late three uh those um wise men yeah. didn't quite get there in time wait what who <laughs> <laughs> um <coughs> so deaths 1510 Edmund Dudley and Richard Empson were beheaded by the king. Poor king. I don't know what they did, but I don't think the king liked them very much. R.I.P. to them. Uh, 1888. Okay, so 100 hun- years. So, years. Okay, okay. 
James Jameson. Yeah. Who is the heir to the Jameson whiskey. So Jameson whiskey was made before that. Yes. Okay. Um, and he, so he died of a fever at 32. Oh, if I make it to this episode, I outlive him. You outlived him. You did it. (laughs) I did it. Um, but what I thought was interesting or not interesting, but like made me write this down was, um, he was, he's known as the heir to the Jameson whiskey, to Jameson whiskey. Yeah. And an explorer who paid for a 10 year old girl to be eaten in the Congo. Okay. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Think about next time you and drink James. Not a lot of time. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And then in 1940, Billy Fisk was the first U.S. serviceman killed in action in World War II. Uh, today? Well, yeah, your birthday day. Hmm. Bummer. <laughs> so who shares your birthday? <laughs> Birthdays! Davy Crockett. Davy, Davy Crockett. King, King of the Wild, wild frontier. frontier. Yeah, girl. We need to get you a coonskin cap. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do need a coonskin cap. Uh, Maureen O'Hara. Oh! She was the mom on the original Parent Trap. Hmm. And she was in a lot of, like, old, uh, I think, westerns. I think she played opposite of... Um, What's his name? John Wayne. David Crockett? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say. Uh, our boy Robert De Niro. Bobby D. Bobby D. We've got a Sean Penn. we got a Sean Penn. We've got a Donnie Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> and me. And you. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I had kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Uh 1473. Oh my gosh. Richard of Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury? <laughs> the Duke of York. <laughs> Shrewsbury. It's like, like Shrewsbury's. Shrewsbury's. <laughs> um, which I'm going to have to do, like, we should do an episode on, like, royal. Old timey October. Oh, no, wait. Where's September's next? September's next. Um, but, like, r- royal, like, things that are, like, that's mysterious. Um, <laughs> Like almost all of it, <laughs> um, because he mysteriously disappeared after Richard the Third became king. He went in the Tower of London. Yeah, and died. Mysteriously disappeared. <laughs> I made that up. But no, that's where he went. Was in the Tower of London. Oh, are you serious? This is his brother. Yeah, <laughs> I must have heard that story or something. Because their their dad was the king. Oh, and, and then, it was like his uncle or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he, and he was the heir apparent. So impressive myself. Look at you. Um. <laughs> So... No, he died in the Tower of London. Oh, well. <laughs> he didn't disappear. Anyway, he disappeared. I'm leaving it, it and he disappeared. Up. Okay, okay, okay. Covered up. Um, Leslie Groves, who was the director of the Manhattan Project and uh-huh. was the uh, led the construction of the Pentagon. Great. Uh, Mark Felt, also known as Deep Throat. Pardon me? Deep Throat. Watergate? <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I can't believe you left this one out. Our boy. Who? We've done an episode on him. David Koresh. Oh! He didn't show up for me. And then... Uh, in I did that episode. <laughs> I did him. Yeah, you did him. <laughs> I think I even mentioned it. I think you did. <laughs> and... 
Google be better? Uh, I had one more on here, but this person was born after you were born, so I'm not going to say it. But I put his name down because it's funny. Do we like them? No, I don't. I don't know who he is, but his name's <laughs> Little Pump. Why would we laugh? Anything with the name Lil is funny. Lil Pump. He was born in the year 2000. Oh, baby. Bless your heart. Oh, and then in 1988, Clara Kermit Fletcher <laughs> was brought into this world. That's me. My middle name's Kermit. Kermit the Frog. Happy birthday to me. Okay. okay um, we did it. Yeah, we're going to melt. We have so to go. We have to go now. <laughs> uh, lay on a cold floor. <laughs> okay, we love, love you. Mean it. Mean Goodbye. It.